Hey everyone, and welcome back once again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. I'm the pastor at Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. And welcome as we continue in our devotional journey through John chapter 10, picking up today as the, the scene as it shifts slightly. And so will you open up your Bible with me? John chapter 10, starting in verse 22. Now let's look at this text. It says, At the time the Feast of Dedication took place at Jerusalem, it was winter, and Jesus was walking in the temple in the colonnade of Solomon. A few things historically that are helpful for us here. The Feast of Dedication is a feast uh, celebrating the eight days after uh, Judas Maccabee, after he was able to retake the temple after Antiochus Epiphanes in 167 BC had really, he'd uh, conquered the Jews, he had dispersed the Jews away from the temple. And after this, there was a, a large war. And after this war, there came this eight-day purification um, festival, which is actually known as Hanukkah today. And so there's this, this great um, kind of victory being celebrated. There's a recognition of the, the temple being purified as the Gentiles were kicked out. And now the Jewish people had access to their temple and to worshiping God again. And the, the text, it takes note that this was winter, right? And so Jesus, he's now in the, the colonnade. He's not doing the outdoor preaching, but he's rather more kind of, I guess, protected from the weather here. And so verse 24 says, So the Jews, they gathered around him, or they circled him. Encircled him is really what it says. And they said to him, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Christ, tell us plainly. Now, there's a, a bit of a translation issue here. This is a tough text to translate, right? and they, they, this can be translated in a handful of different ways. That how long do you lift up your life or your soul? Some might think that this is a, uh, how long do you take your life? They're, they're, they're maybe circling him and like, are you, uh, are you going to take your life? Uh, are you the Christ? What's going on here? And, uh, and really, they're, they're wondering this question. They want Jesus to plainly say, he is the Messiah. Now he's he's plainly told this man that was born blind that Jesus healed. Remember when he healed him and the the Jesus encountered him again and he says, "Do you believe in the Son of God?" And the man says, "Well, tell me who he is." And he says, "Well, the one who is talking to you and who healed you, right?" Jesus has said this to the the woman at the well, and this is what the Jews, the religious leaders, want. They want Jesus to plainly declare to them, "I am the Messiah." Well, let's look at Jesus' response. It's it's very fascinating response. Verse 25, Jesus answered them, I told you, and you did not believe. He told them? What does he mean he told them? We'll continue. <clears throat> he says, the works that I do in my Father's name bear witness about me, but you do not believe because you are not among my sheep. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Now look, here is what Jesus is saying. He says, I have told you plainly in the signs that I have accomplished, the works that I do in my Father's name, the healing of the man born blind, the healing of the man who had been lame for 38 years, the turning water into wine, the feeding of the, the thousands. Look, Jesus has made it abundantly clear by his work, and really by his words that accompany it, he says, I have made it so clear to you, but you refuse to believe. Why do they refuse to believe? Verse 26, you do not believe. Why? Because you are not among my sheep. 
You see, the indication of being among those who are, in fact, the sheep of Jesus, the indication is believing him, trusting him, trusting in his identity, believing that his works are signs that point to his identity, believing that his words are authoritative because he speaks what the Father has told him to speak. Listen, when we do that, look, here's what it says. My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. To hear is to be known. To be known is to follow. Now, let me say that again. This is discipleship. This is the foundation of our faith. This is our assurance of our salvation, that we hear his voice, that he knows us, that we follow him, that we believe in who he is. We believe he is, in fact, the good shepherd. Now, does this mean that you're going to follow him perfectly? No. This mean that you, you believe perfectly and there's never any doubt and there's never any maybe even wrong belief that you have corrected? No. But what this is a call to, this is a call to place all of your hope in who Christ is, that he knows you because he is the Messiah. Just place your hope in him. And then in that, you increasingly learn him. You trust him. You believe him more and more. And then you, you follow him more and more. This is the ancient way for the modern day. I want us to see that, that we hear, that we know, and we follow. This is all built in together. He knows us, we know him. He speaks, we listen. And what he calls us to is what we follow. This is what it means to be his. This is the ancient way for our modern day. I want to encourage you. How is it that you're separating out you know what, I, I believe in Jesus, but I don't follow him. I, I, I believe this about Jesus, but not this about Jesus. Listen, we cannot separate any of that out. Part of growing in discipleship is to grow holistically in believing everything that the scripture testifies about him. Believe in him. Be known by him, know him, and follow him. Some would call this uh, progressive sanctification. <laughs> When we talk about sanctification, there is a, a, a finalized sanctification. There is this, this perfected sanctification that one day we will experience when we are with him eternally. There's also what we call a, a positional sanctification. This is the reality that we are in him and that we are raised up with Christ. We are seated with Christ in the heavenly places. But then there is this, this progressive, we, we understand, we know him more and more and more and more we walk in him. This is a call to that. And this is our ancient way for our modern day.